Una y dos. Y dos. Una y dos. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cortez NYC Livestream, the podcast, episode 101, Universal Mind. As always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and Spotify, and on social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube, where you can see our beautiful faces. Yeah. <laughs> um, this episode, we have a special guest. Uh, we have Dope She. Uh, Dope She is an artist out of Chicago. Um, she is doing beats, she's doing visual art, uh, finger drumming for all you uh, people listening to me that like to make or into music production and stuff like that. She's actually really good at finger drumming. It's awesome. Uh, I didn't really realize how good until I started really carefully looking at the video. Um, but she's really actually quite uh, <laughs> quite fast with the fingers there on the, on the, <laughs> on the pads. Um, and also uh, her, uh, her art. She has a, a page, uh, Dope Shed Designs where she's doing her artwork, posted some of her artwork. Um, but uh, she told some interesting stories. We had a nice conversation with her about maybe some of the beginnings where she started uh, on her visual art and also with her music. Yeah, so she participated in our art contest. So we wanted to get to know her and this was a really cool conversation. So stay tuned. All right, so we have Dope Chair. When we were trying to pronounce the name, I was like, maybe it's like dope shit. Oh, yeah. No problem saying like that. Come on, man. The first person. Oh, she nailed it. She nailed it. I was like, I don't think that's right. She's like, no, no, that's what it is. Wow, that's awesome. Where are you out of? Right now, I'm in Chicago. Okay. Are you originally from Chicago or are you from another area? I'm originally from Guam. Wow, okay. Yeah, I just wow. recently moved to Chicago, uh, I believe November of last year. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. We said on the century we were going to start it at seven. We didn't realize Chicago yeah. time or New York time. Of course, we came on at New York time. <laughs> didn't see anybody <laughs> and left real quick, quietly. Like, okay, maybe yeah. we're talking Chicago time. Oh, uh, yeah. But we should have cleared that. We should have cleared that up. Um, oh, yeah. But okay, so Chicago. So how do you feel? How is it in the Windy City? How are you feeling out there? It's pretty good. It was you know i've been on guam, guam like my whole life so this is my second time being in the states so the the winter was my first experience here so it was pretty crazy yeah but what's even crazier was that it was one of the warmest winter here from what everybody was telling me meanwhile you're so freezing your ass yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so yeah. it was a very interesting uh experience From what everybody was telling me, it was like, oh, it's gonna go negative degrees, but it never really went to negative degrees, probably like a few days, but after that, it it was just like not that cold. But I got yeah. used to it. I accum acclimated yeah. Um, yeah. pretty good, yeah, to the weather. Carla, Carla, when you when you first moved here, it was in winter. That was yeah. in Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, it was snowing. It was crazy. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> hard snow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hard snow. The day that I got here, there was like a snow. It wasn't a storm, but it was snowing. Yeah. So I saw the snow coming down. I was like, well, 
yeah, this is different. <laughs> oh, oh so you're originally from Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, U.S. territories. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yes. right there. You gotta yeah. get that clear because some people don't, don't know that. Don't know that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, how, how, I mean, just to touch lightly on it, how, what's the difference between Guam and Chicago? you see a big difference? Or is there like a New Yorkish type community out there? Or a Chicago type community out there? I, I would say it's it's pretty big uh, difference just because I'm used to the island life, you know, it being pretty warm. Uh, definitely the, well, I can't really say the hospitality because the people I've met have been really kind to me. But um, my friends would tell me like, oh yeah, some, some people could be like a little bit uh, different than what I'm used to. But yeah, everybody I've been meeting is really nice to me lately. So it's just like the weather, it's super windy. <laughs> it definitely is windy. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. a big difference. <laughs> um, and and in in Chicago, is there a community of people from Guam that you can like connect with, whether food or or culturally, or not mm, at all? No, no. I mean, I have like some of my relatives here, but as far as like food, um, you know, Guam food here, no. Yeah, not not a lot of people know where Guam is from. I know I went to because um, I interned at a studio. And when my mentor was introducing me to everybody and he said, yeah, she's from Guam. And then one of them goes, wow, you speak really good English. And I was like, yeah, English is our first language on Guam. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and then he apologized. He was like, okay, that was ignorant on my part. I was like, it's okay. Nobody really teaches about, you know, the U.S. territories to yeah, you know, in America, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah. What is the music out out in Guam? I mean, you're, because you're into music, also you do. I see you do a lot of music production. So, like, what is the music style out there, or what's the tra um, traditional or tra trendy music? Uh, honestly, everything. I I would say the same as America. Um, they have like a community for live music. Live music is really popular. Um, and then they also have a hip hop community too as well. That one's also popular. Yeah, so I would say it's it's a variety of of different music. Yeah, mostly like westernized too. Okay, nice. Let's talk about why we're here. We're here because we are discussing this piece of art that you made. This amazing piece yes. of art uh, for oh, the On My Mind uh, Art Challenge. Uh, it was going to yeah. be initially a contest, but then we yeah. decided, all right, well, we got two participants. We're not going to make a contest out of that. So <laughs> I figured I would highlight the two artists who participated, and, and let's keep going with it. Um, and okay. get to know you guys also, because that, that's a, a big plus for me, is really to get to know new people on there. Oh, yeah. So um, let's start with this. You, your, your illustration was interesting. Um, it was definitely a different take, and that was the whole point of this, was yeah. to see how somebody else might interpret a, a piece of music mm. that I made. Uh, how, what was your approach with the music? Like, how did you get into finding this visual? Using oh, that? man, it, it took me a while to get to it, just because for me, I like things to happen organically. Sometimes it happens like right before a deadline. So this one was one of those experiences. Um, I know when I was listening to the track, it just it just brings me to like a whole new dimension. Like it's it's not what I'm used to. So I was just thinking, I was like, man, should I try to get into your mind and see what you're thinking, or should I? kind of portray what's on my mind when I'm listening to it. So that's yeah. where I kind of went off one from. And it was so funny because I was watching uh, Joe Rogan's podcast with Elon Musk. And one of the questions Elon Musk asked was, um, 
when do we because they were talking about consciousness and he goes where where do we draw when something's unconscious to something conscious because you know our thoughts are it's never a really an original thought mm-hmm. it always stems from something else so that i thought was so interesting so it's like when when do we have a conscious thought when is it something that's original so that's what inspired me to make that piece that i did for on my mind so cool. yeah it was yeah. pretty crazy i was just like man just imagining going <laughs> out of the box i was like man what if our brain was like a ufo and really, <laughs> he's not really you know in his yeah. own dimension he's really just in one conscious and then you yeah. see people you know yeah. you see people who are watching him and yeah they're so used to it it's not even they're not even conscious but they don't realize like well somebody's actually getting abducted by a brain but they're just doing that just like yeah it's whatever you know, i i actually i like that you know I, so there, there's two things that it makes me think of number one it makes me think of how many times i've been tasked with the uh with the challenge of like yo man you do art oh that's dope do me a logo i want a brain <laughs> sucking up a guy and then but the brain has headphones on and then at the same time everybody in the, all of new york all the boroughs are looking at the brain looking up the brain and the dude from the bronx because i'm from the bronx i want him to have a crown i'm like and this is a logo i'm like really your logo is gonna have all this so it makes me think of that because it's got that trippiness of like layers layers of symbolism yeah which yeah. is cool i mean i think that's definitely also in the music because the music is layered of symbolism you got you know some oh, lo-fi yeah, you got some hip-hop you got a little bit of you know with the vocals you have some layering yeah. in that so there's there's layers of like interpretation there are symbols of, of oh cliches, yeah right? sure. um and then uh but then also i think i think you picked this like lo-fi kind of vibe i don't know if it was yeah. obviously or not but it, it feels lo-fi in that it's cartoony but retro you get the little star the style of, yeah the style yeah. Little star yeah. Birth, <laughs> it's all like 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 retro but then it's modern you know it's modern yeah so that's kind of yeah. cool. I like yeah, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's almost like a comic. I think my style is more like I just like comic style for some reason. A uh, vintage comic kind of. Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely has that. I mean, because you could have gone super slick or you could have gone, mm-hmm. you know, another direction. But I think that that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I mean, the other thing that I really liked about it was your composition. I mean, speaking from an artistic standpoint, you know, a perfect composition for a cover. You know, it's perfectly yeah. centered. You got, mm. you know, one brain, one guy, the pyramid shape, the three people on the bottom. So you're using numbers, mm. you know, the horizon, all that kind of like all this elemental stuff is is mm. like well composed for that. You know what I mean? It fits the mold perfectly. Um, yeah. And and then like when I was looking at it, I was like, I was totally identifying with the person getting sucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's how we feel, I think, when we're in our mind. Yeah, yeah, it's kind yeah. of like I'm yeah. here, I'm not even conscious of everybody else, but what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> that's that's really dope. What what's in his hand or the person's hand? Oh, because I, I got that. Oh one the from, SP. Yeah, the SP for <laughs> I wanted to put something of, of you you know into the into the cover because I, I remember seeing your your dope cover for your um, your album of tracks and then I was like oh, I'm gonna put something that you know he can kind of relate to and so I thought it'd be cool he has this like yeah. going out. <laughs> that's not I didn't even notice it maybe that now I, I saw it and I was like wait what oh man <laughs> layers layers yep. layers yep. layers in there that's pretty awesome that's really awesome I, I really appreciate it and I appreciate your participation in this like um 
you know, I, I've done, I mean, I don't know how long you've been following us for, but we've done contests in the past years ago. Where yeah. we, were doing, we were doing lives, you know, every night, maybe every, every once a week, right? Yeah, once a week. And we would do it like for four hours a night, you know, live. And, and we would have live chats and everything and I'd be drawing while we were communicating with the people. It was a lot easier yeah. back then to do a contest because we were constantly in contact with people that mm. it reminded people and it kept the, the buzz going. So if we did a contest, we would have, you know, maybe 10 people, 20 people, mm -hmm. you know, participate. Um, oh, this yeah. time it was a learning lesson that, you know, we're doing, we're not doing things live anymore. So now it's a little harder to have that connection with people. But, um, mm. but I'm glad you participated. How, how did you come across like my, my uh, venue, whether it's uh, the live stream or my own page? Oh man, this is, it's, it's such a funny story because I remember watching your YouTube videos when, um, when I was still in school and, uh, <laughs> it's so funny because I, I used to, I love drawing, right? And I think back then we didn't really have like internet, so we didn't have phones where we could watch internet. So, you know, unfortunately, but <laughs> I used to skip school and watch your videos. It's just so funny. <laughs> like the one that I remember was when you were, when you would like just um, freestyle on your black book. And I was like, man, I think this guy is so good. So I would always just try to, that's the time when I was really trying to work on my style. So I don't know if you could see like my graffiti style. Um, I kind of took down some of my art stuff with my graffiti, but when I do post it up, you probably might see some of your essence of your style. <laughs> so as far as I was like, oh, that. I love those edges, so I'll try to do that. <laughs> the sharp the sharp tips, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, especially the way you do your C's and then like, I don't know, it's just the lettering was just, it all like came together really nice, like well, Cortez, I was like, oh. Of course you would steal my C because you had the letter C. <laughs> 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 so that was really dope, I was like, man. And then I saw you on TikTok and I was like, oh my gosh. Cause I'm not really that on, um, I mean, I'm, I'm on social media, but I don't stay on so much to like really see so many things. But this one time I just was on TikTok and I just saw your, your, you posting and I was like, oh my gosh, I remember this guy. Okay, now I remember, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that's when I started following you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing, I've been online for, for years now. Um, and it's become just lifestyle, it's just become, it's it's i mean if you were to meet me in person you would meet a whole different side of me but like yeah but because i have spent so much time online in different platforms that already has yeah. a life of its own and and your i mean your story is not it's not unusual like there's a lot of people i've gotten you know comments of people saying like hey you know i've been following you since you know i was 10 i've been following you i grew up on your video <laughs> yeah. my, pop, my pops used to put these videos on for me things like that and i'm like okay i, like, I, I sound like an old old man i sound ancient <laughs> it's so funny man but you inspired so many people though that is so awesome you're nice. like you were on the internet before it was really like a big thing now so it's just so dope to see it. it's like nostalgia for me that's cool. That's cool. So, so let me yeah. ask you this: So, how, how did you get into visual art? Like you were just saying, you, you learned some from me, but what, what else were you studying, or did you? No, I art? think. Oh no, I, I was just like I think the most I would ever do was just doodle in class. <laughs> but I, I took a a long break. Um, you know, once I graduated high school and you know finally got like a nine to five job, I kind of took a break on music and on drawing. And then I recently, um, I think about two, uh, 2018, I quit my nine to five, nine to five, and I started to pursue like my music and my, my art. So, 
So that's something now that I'm doing. Yeah. So it's really awesome. Um, and and as far as the, the media that you're using, it looks like you might have been using markers, but I could also be being fooled and it might be digital. Like, what do you do? Oh yeah, that's digital. That's those, digital. all of those, yeah, it's the that's brushes. That's awesome though. It, yeah. That's awesome because it looks like paint. It looks, yeah. Markers and, like paint, mar markers, or yeah. even pencil and then. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And Very then also cool. like I put layers on top of it too to make it look like that. That's really, that really cool. That looks amazing. Now you just, you just scored yeah. extra points in my mind. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> you, fooled, you fooled an expert. That's yeah. a really good idea. Appreciate um, that. So your, your digital work, how, what are you working in? Are you working on Procreate or are you working in Photoshop? I work uh, on Procreate and Illustrator. So like Procreate is so convenient because you can just do that on the go. And then yeah. once you have a draft, you just shoot it over to Illustrator and then just work from there. Yeah. So mostly Procreate. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like Procreate a lot. I've been I've been uh, I've been exploring it more and like, well, the, the animated video that I did just just now, I did it all in Procreate. I didn't believe that it could do it. I almost, oh, that is so cool. I, I almost destroyed that little thing because <laughs> I work in the iPad mini and I just yeah. sat here just oh. doing all the artwork, all the artwork and then doing some of the animation and all that in there and, and exported everything and then brought it into uh, into Photoshop just to clean it up, like to to oh, adjust the contrast. Really, that must then, be a lot of layers. <laughs> well, lot of layers? I took chances and merged a lot of layers <laughs> that I shouldn't have really, but I took chances and merged them. <laughs> You, you start oh, yeah. you start to play a little bit like a skateboarder. You start learning the tricks and saying, "Okay, I can get away with merging these layers." Oh uh, yeah, I'm yeah. risking. I'm yeah. risking a lot, but all right, let's merge them. <laughs> let's merge them and keep going. And, and you, uh, <laughs> no, that's yeah, you hope you don't paint yourself into a corner. Um, <laughs> but I, I love it. I think I think there's a lot of positivity in 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 that app. But lately, what I bought I bought a Cintiq for for my desktop computer, which is like the drawing. Yeah. Oh, I, nice. I had been saving up to do that and I'm and now I'm kind of now I'm kind of juggling between the two between working on the iPad with Procreate and now going back to Photoshop again and mm -hmm. and using the tablet and I'm kind of juggling both because I did find that I, I pushed I pushed the iPad a little too far like I, it quit on oh. me a few times it froze it, <laughs> it did some things that got me nervous and I was like yeah I can't do that anymore. oh um, man yeah so, my, um, my iPad does that to me too <laughs> yeah oh, that's, yes. that's good on one piece but if you're doing a project yeah. that you're working let's say with multiple yeah. um, images like a, like a video mm. where, you, where you have you know one for one scene and another scene and another scene and another scene and another scene. and then you you don't want to jeopardize the continuity so oh, yeah it, it's a little trickier it's a little that's when i realized like yeah this is not meant for big project this is like a one-shot illustration kind of program uh, not, a, not a big project like that but it's okay. yeah that's all true <laughs> um but so, it's, it's great for like music though when you're trying to do um album, album art covers yeah yeah i oh, know and and also i mean talking about music like on the greatest thing about the little iPad Mini is I actually did a rough cut of the video in the iPad, all all done. Like I I did a rough cut mm -hmm. of all the scenes, the animated scenes, the still scenes, and I had my music in there. So I put my music in there, and I used iMovie in the iPad, and I edited. It. So I'm in sitting in my iPad. I'm like I did all this video like right here right in the iPad. I can yeah. just record it. This is amazing. <laughs> like, this is incredible. Um, Honestly, the iPad, dude, it's, it's amazing. There's like even some producers that solely just work on the iPad and they get like placements with um, big artists, you know, 
It's pretty crazy. The yeah. iPad is awesome. Let, let's talk about your music. So have you experimented with the iPad or are you like more, I see that you work more, you like the finger drumming, you're working more with the Akai, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> I actually started on the iPad. I started uh, finger drumming on the iPad and then I got an MPC for um, Christmas and then I started playing around with that. <laughs> Nice. Playing around, but you're not playing around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're killing it. You're not playing around. Yeah, it's mostly just freestyle and just top of the head. Uh, that for me, it's the it works the best. But now I'm trying to learn how to to just arrange my music and just like let it be. <laughs> okay. How how did you get into that? Like that's that I I have not been I I'm I've done some finger drumming, but the SP is not it's not really that great for that. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> something in the buttons just doesn't doesn't you can do it but it doesn't mm -hmm. hit me right how did you get uh, into the finger drumming how'd you get into all that kind of community oh i don't know if you're familiar with a rap music no um he's a producer i think he's based off of new york if i'm not mistaken he's um he was one of the first finger drummers at least to me because i stumbled upon his um video on youtube and then I just like religiously just kept watching his videos and I used my iPad and I just kept trying to copy what he was doing. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and then that's how I got into it. And so the, do you think the Akai is, is, would you recommend the Akai or do you think I should upgrade? What do you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I love the Akai. For, for MPC, like chopping up samples, it's especially the live and the touch, it's very convenient. Um, I've seen people, Chop up. I don't know if you're from. Um, do you also chop samples like old records? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, it it's so convenient. At least for me. So, because you can just pretty much find a sound you like it, and then press a button, it chops it for you. Versus trying to find areas where you want to chop it at and just yeah. keep playing it, and then you find it. Yeah. Right. So the MPC is convenient. Very convenient. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen that. Have you have you looked into like so? Let's talk a little bit about those gadgets. I've gotten I've gotten looking into the what is this? The uh, there's a machine plus now. There's the uh, oh yeah. Is there an machine. electron? Electron's another one I think. I'm not too familiar with that. I only know the machine though for sure. Mm -hmm. Th that one's another one. I did almost get into that, but for some reason, the machine that I bought, there was something wrong with it, so I had to return it, and then I just stick with my Kai. So now I'm just strictly just a Kai for MPC. Cool. Mm -hmm. What's your inspirations when you do that? Like, how do you how do you pick the right theme or samples to chop up? Like, where, where do you start? Mm. Where do you start a beat? Man, that's a good question. Um, usually, it's a, it takes a lot of patience. You have to listen because I know some people who chop samples, especially from songs, they get um, impatient and they just keep changing the song, trying to find something. Like you really have to just listen to the whole song because you might find something you really like. So that's what I do. I just I put um, time aside in my day and just listen to a whole bunch of songs and just kind of feel out what what I like. Mostly vocals. I really, I really like vocals. There's something about vocals that I like, <laughs> so I listen out for that too. What's what's your what's your go-to source material? Is there like a certain genre that you you definitely look for? Um, it's mostly like jazz and soul. Mostly, I always go from like the 1965s at the latest to about like the 1980s. But yeah, but lately I've been trying to experiment and um, sample like music from now. 
kind of see where that goes. I like I like uh, I like what you do with your beats. They they definitely have a, a, a consistent aesthetic. Um, mm. They don't sound frivolous. Like you're not just chopping stuff just to chop stuff. It, it sounds purposeful. That's why I was curious if you have a, a goal in mind, like a certain type of source material to achieve a certain type of sound. I don't know. It's kind of funny because a lot of people ask me that too. Like. Uh, <laughs> They would ask me like, how did you get your sample to make it say that, like that phrase? And I was like, I don't know, it just kind of came together like naturally. <laughs> so a lot of the things that I do, it's really just organically. Yeah, I look at, I look at, so, so I don't, I, I do a little sampling, right? But I try yeah. to, for, for my music because I've been doing, I, I mean, the truth of the matter is I've been doing music for, for years. I, I've, I've always played mm. guitar and I've always played, bass and, and things like that right mm -hmm. my father used to play guitar and sing uh, growing up so that was always around but the idea of music production i got into it uh when i got my first mac back in like 99 you know, 98 99 um, yeah and and it, i was just experimenting like oh you they say you can make music on a computer so i guess i'll try to make music on a computer i don't know that's what they <laughs> oh, say yeah you know and then you, you you started getting you start getting into it um, but I really started taking advantage of, of what I learned about music mm. production um, was once I got on YouTube because I went on YouTube and my first video, I actually was was just like, let me just do black book videos. I just, I love doing black books. I wasn't even thinking about getting famous. I was just like, it's a place for me to put black book videos. And for me, I just, let me yeah. just I just want to have black book videos up because I like black books and why not document that? So yeah. I was I was actually cutting my first three or four videos. I was cutting it to like Wu Tang beats and the RZA and Queens of the Stone Age rock music, mm. anything I liked. I was just I didn't think about copyrights. There was no talk about that. So yeah, my first videos lasted about a year and a half and got traction. And then suddenly that year was like copyright. oh copyright videos. Yeah. That's an issue. Oh and like, yeah, I my videos that. were being, <laughs> my videos were being muted, and I was like oh shit, this is a fucking problem because if I was oh. actually getting some traction, which I never thought I would. And then I was like, now what am I going to do? And then they were, they had this thing where you could swap out and use their music. They were giving you suggestions. And their music was so bland that I was like, yo, I can come up with better music than this. I yeah. was like, I, I can even do better than this. This is not, I'm not, I'm just not going to fly. And yeah. I remember even back then I, I had reached out to, to different rappers because I, I, you know, I'm in New York and I'm growing up in, in I grew up here. So I, I know like DJs and stuff like there was a big DJ, uh, DJ Camillo. He used to be on High yeah. 97 and all that. So he had these, oh. this, these other rappers and people that, there was people around that were like, like, like uh, starting out and kind of like trying to, trying to break out of New York, right? Yeah. So I remember back then approaching some people and saying like, hey, you know, I, I have my YouTube videos. You, if you guys can throw some music my way, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Nah, nah. Nowadays, everybody's streaming and giving away the music. Exactly. Back then it was like, nah, nah. Yep. Exactly. I, uh, record deals only in this and the other. <laughs> So, I, so I, I was kind of pushed into it. I, I kind of like out of necessity was forced to make music, but oh, I didn't I want to sample. That was my thing. Even though I knew how to mm. sample, I didn't want to sample because I just didn't want any of that copyright crap to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I that's where I pushed myself harder and I started learning more keyboard uh, playing, more mm. about chords and, and melodies and all that. I got deeper into the guitar. I got deeper into the bass. I, I, I just got deeper into it. Um, yeah. To the point where I, now I can actually make a complete song from beginning to end, melodies, everything, and, and, oh, and sample see. myself. You know, resample myself, but but still, it's all original stuff. Um, yeah. 
and uh, like for example, in in this in this album that I just put out, I was I was imitating you know things from Mob Deep, things from uh, Lost Boys, things from like mm. the music that I grew up in my teenage years. You know, I was imitating those bass lines, imitating those things, but mixing them up in a way, reconfiguring them in a way that it's original. So it didn't, we didn't get flagged. Oh, okay, I see. You know yeah. So kind of like, kind of like sampling, kind of like stealing, you know, basic concepts of old yeah. hip hop, but redoing it. All the drum beats, I'm, I'm sampling a, a, a piece of a, of a snare and then just using that snare, that kick, and then oh, making, the, yeah. making the pattern myself and mm -hmm. then taking that whole pattern filtering it and using it like a sample so that yeah. it just nothing goes back to anywhere it's all basically made from scratch um, oh, yeah yeah so that that's the process on that and but it's out of necessity it's just out of the fear of, of having you know some nonsense suddenly trigger you know a flag yeah. somewhere and then I'm like yeah no I totally understand that's actually what I'm learning now like getting more in touch of like just playing instruments and getting more comfortable with it like now I'm just really studying music theory and <laughs> just the basic well, of just everything what you're what you're doing you're you're finding you're finding some theories in there and you're saying yeah. i mean you're chopping it up enough that it, it's yeah it's pretty got, much it's, you're creating mm -hmm. your own melodies and your own rhythms in there it's interesting it's yeah i've cool. seen people also like one trick you can do and i've, I've seen other producers do it is like you could like play with a sample and then you put enough instruments on it and just, then just take the sample out and it's, right. it's pretty much your, your track. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Uh, like that Carla, works too. We've yeah. been working with Carla with, with her music now. We're trying to finish up her album. And oh, nice. Yeah, yeah and, and we're, so it's it's more like a Latin pop kind of album. It's got like a lot of like a mm. influence and Afrobeat. Afrobeat, yeah. A little bit of trap, like because there's a lot of like Latin trap now. So just a little bit of trap, a little yeah, bit Yeah, that's really popular. That's really popular in the studio that I intern at. Mm. So, so yeah, mm -hmm. so we're trying to finish our album. And, and even in doing that, you know, we're finding ourselves going to source material to find melodies and pull things out, yeah. but then yeah. doing it ourselves, recreating it and, and mm. finding how do we make it our own. And it's been an interesting yeah. journey. Yeah, kind of like finding references and then um, working it to our style. But um, it's always interesting because there's things that you think that you cannot do or, you know, they sound very specific to a style and then you put it to the style of music that you're doing and it works and it's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, for real, it is. <laughs> um, so, so how is the Latin um, pop community there in New York? Is it like really big? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll say it's big. I mean, here I've had more interaction with like live uh, musicians, Latin live mm. musicians. So what they do yeah. is like more covers of songs, like traditional um, Latin oh. music, like salsa and boleros and stuff like that. Um, mm. They also do Latin jazz. Um, oh, wow. The other um, artists that I had interaction with that they do uh, like distribute their music. It's more kind of like um, soul um, R&B type of vibe. They're singing English. Mm. Um, so I think that for Latin pop, the com the big community is in Miami right now. Um, oh, yeah. But here in New York, it's kind of like more urban. It's still that hip hop. Um, like I know hip hop um, artists um, that are Latinos and they're doing hip hop here in New York. But yeah, it's it's interesting because now Miami is like really the house of like reggaeton, trap, 
and then Latin pop, like whomever wants to really be around the producers and and do collabs and stuff like that, oh, they're yeah. they're over there, in Miami. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. So tell me, tell me about uh, producing music. You're telling, you tell me that you're interning. What, what's that all about? Um, right now I'm just interning. Uh, currently doing more of like recording engineer. Okay. Um, but also like uh, training my ears because I'm, I'm really, I'm, I mean, I've been doing the whole um, live beat making for for a long time, but. I've never really got to know the basics or really train my ears or really learn the basics or foundation of music. So that's really solely right now um, what I'm interning. And then also just, you know, meeting people, networking, and just seeing how like the studio and how the music industry just run. So it's very interesting, definitely like not what I expected. So it's, just, it's pretty cool. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I think my other questions are gonna be more about, about a little bit about your 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 background, if you don't mind me asking a little more and praying a little bit more. Um, oh no, go ahead. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, like, <laughs> what, like, what, what, what was life like growing up in, in, in Guam, or where you care, where you came from? Like, uh, you know, wh- how did you end up getting into, like, let's say, hip hop? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that's a good question. My dad's actually a DJ, so he's a more nice. like a, a mixer. So I. I grew up really like just listening to music from him because I'd just be in the room and he's just mixing everything and replaying the same song over and over. And over. And over. Yeah, I used to hate it. But then later on, you know, I, I would just draw while he would just mix and then I got so used to it. And then later on, he kind of evolved and started um, making music. Um, yeah, so that's how I kind of got influenced. But I never got that interested to where I was like, oh, I wanna, I wanna do what you're doing. It always was kind of like, you know, just brushed off. Like, oh yeah, my dad's a DJ, it's cool. But then later on down the line, I started to um, get more influenced by it. I guess you can say. I guess the people that I was uh, hanging out with, they were into hip hop, and then I started to kind of get into it. But I would say mostly like graffiti. I feel like the graffiti part kind of brought me into that world of hip-hop if that makes sense yeah yeah i mean i i don't really yeah. know about graffiti from guam is there a graffiti scene out there oh yes definitely there's a, yeah. a pretty good um scene of uh, people who who write back home there's a uh i think a, there's a clothing brand or they're called opaque they supply the the cans so like big shout out to them because we didn't have cans we were using like krylon and so, yeah, I finally got some real, you know, caps and some, um, what is it, Montana's, Montana yeah, yeah, yeah. cans. So, yeah, it was like, oh, my God, thank you, Lord. <laughs> was, the Krylon, like, the, the, I hated those caps. You know, it's great. Oh, my gosh. And then you use the Sharpie markers. Oh, my God, the Sharpie markers would just bleed everywhere. It was, oh my it was God. terrible. But you just work with it, you know, growing you're talk, up. You're so. talking about my entire career <laughs> right there. The Krylon? The Krylon, yeah, man. I, I got, I, when when did I, I started using Montana, like, in, in the 2000s already. But once it was, like, 2000, 2005, I started using Montana. Yeah. I was using Krylon at all time. It, it, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is, it is a, it's a hard lesson to learn how to use those and, and get anything of value. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's going so true that's crazy so so there is a graffiti scene i gotta look into it now you got me curious no we gotta go to one yeah, absolutely we gotta take a trip yeah. <laughs> yeah i think it, we also had like a powwow guam i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the powwow movement no yeah like a whole bunch of artists like they just travel around um the world and we had one where um um some big artists came to guam and then they were just like putting up murals Oh, that's nice. So, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. The, the art community is pretty big back home. In Puerto Rico also, they started a couple of years ago to have like a festival. It was called Santurce Slave, one yeah. of the cities in Santurce. And then they'll invite also artists, they'll paint um, around the, the island, and then they'll do different styles. So it wasn't um, just graffiti, but they'll do, you know, brush work and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. dope. Yeah, that's like, that's exactly the same thing um, back home, the, the powwow. It was like people were um, doing different types of style. It wasn't just break hands. Right. So, so did you that's do walls? Cool. Um, I tried. <laughs> there was a point in my life where I tried doing break hands, but my my um, can control, was I didn't work that. I guess I wasn't really consistent. <laughs> After I kind of got it, I, I did this one small I got like plywood and I put it together and I would just spray on that but yeah I kind of like gave up because my finger would just cramp and it would always like clog up I'd keep having to change my caps and I'm just like spraying and I'm like man why is it because I'm learning this all on my own yeah I'll go on YouTube and I'll try to figure out like why is my 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 cap keeps clogging and then, yeah it was like so frustrating for me oh man <laughs> That, that's my pain. I, I hear you. I hear yep. my pain right there in your, in your words. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So so now as far as far as the music, um, are you, do you think you might be putting together some sort of uh, album or something? Have you done that, or are you just kind of like? No. I, yeah, I haven't. Not not yet. It's actually, I guess it's something in the works right now. Um, I'm really just concentrating on learning. Um, and right now I'm just kind of building up my catalog of music at the moment. Okay. And yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty sure in, the, in a couple of months I'm going to start putting out more content, especially with music, because that's solely what I'm trying to concentrate now on. Have you have you ever done any like or are you into doing like tutorials and things like that? A lot of a lot of people that are into finger drumming do tutorials, they do reviews, they do things like that. Oh yeah, a couple of people asked me for that too for tutorials. Um, maybe in the in the future, yeah, for sure. But I don't know if I'm a, a great teacher to be teaching that. You know, I'll just be like, you know, you just you just know you Do just it. Yeah, feel just it. it. <laughs> yeah, feel it. Like I don't know how you're supposed to teach that. Like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I I came across that also. Uh, a few years in, people started messaging messaging me oh tutorials why don't you explain what you do why don't you da, 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 da. and yeah. i was like i don't know if i'm a teacher i don't know if i can do that and when i finally sat <laughs> oh, down yeah. and started writing some of the ideas down then i was like yeah it's good but i didn't really i personally didn't feel like i was getting anything i was like i, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah no i feel you yeah i totally understand where you're coming from because i feel exactly the same way hmm. all right well listen so uh dope chat uh, this was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome getting to connect with you, and um, and thank you so much for participating in this. Uh, Dub share. Where can people find you? Right now, just on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, at Dope Share. Uh, D O P E C H E uh, one. Dope Share one. And your artwork is on. 
Oh yeah, my artwork. Oh my gosh, I forgot. I just recently made that. It's uh, at Dope Shit Design. Cool. And I look forward to seeing some of your graffiti on there. You yeah. Some letters that you want to share with the world. <laughs> oh yeah. Man, it was such an honor to do this piece. And you know, honestly, like I loved it because it, it challenged me. It was one of my first instrumental um, piece. Because I'm so used to playing with words. So, you know, thank you. And Man, this is it's so cool because I got to play with YouTube. Like, man, I used to watch you on YouTube. So it's like, it's crazy how like everything just comes back full circle. Full circle. Like, That's cool. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. So let's stay connected. All right. And keep making art. And we'll all be right. All right. Another episode in the bag. Uh, what a fun episode. That was actually a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Actually, it's always great to to meet new people and know their stories and see how they connect to yours. So that was a really cool conversation. Yeah, I think I think the part that got me took me off guard was a reminder. Again, I I know that I had had that conversation online uh, with Dobsha before, but to be reminded that the connection was from old YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, and that to see that that would inspire somebody that I personally now I'm, I'm being inspired because I'm seeing the art that they're, that they're creating and I'm seeing the music and, mm-hmm. the, and the visuals and I'm like, wow, like this person very is impressive. really good. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's the universal mind coming together. We're all connected. <laughs> that's right. one big giant mind. It's full circle. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all right. So this was this was great. Uh, thank you, Dobshe. Thank you also, Dimenez, for your participation in this On My Mind uh, challenge, art challenge. Um, you guys out there, if you haven't heard the song, I'm gonna play it for you right now. On my mind, you can find it everywhere: Cortez NYC, Spotify, YouTube. Amazon Music, YouTube Music, iTunes, Apple Music, Deezer, Title, everywhere. All right, guys, enjoy.